A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Cosmopolitan's All the Way with. I'm Paisley Gilmore, Sex and Relationships Editor at Cosmo. And I'm Laura Capon. This week we'll be joined by Katie, who made the decision to end her long term relationship and call off her wedding just a few months before the big day. And at the end of each podcast, I'm going to ask Paisley one of the most Google questions about love and sex, and she's going to have to try and answer it. <laughs> I've got nothing okay. to say on that. <laughs> So last night, Sunday night, I was thinking about this and I was thinking about you. Oh, um, Dave, you... help me. She's being weird again. <laughs> but you know how I feel like Sunday's the time to think about things and remember things you've done. Okay. And I was thinking how any person I've ever liked, I've always been the one to tell them. I've always made the first move. Okay. Um, but it's, ne- <laughs> it's never been reciprocated. Um, really? As in no one's ever... Um, made the first move on me in that way and I really just wanted to ask you because I bet you're the complete opposite why do you think that is I don't know because I'm really shy Um, but I was just thinking about all the (laughs) all just the embarrassing times you know that thing where you're lying in bed just remembering (laughs) and just thinking god it never gets easier and whether I would do it again do you want to share any of those stories um, I, don't to, I don't want to go into any detail. <laughs> this is the beauty of dating apps. Like everyone knows what the vibe is from the start. So it's like you never have to have the chat really, do you? I don't know if that's true because I feel like uh, a lot of people on dating apps just for the sex. Actually, yeah, that's a really good shout. I just get the impression that you're always the um, pursued, not the pursuer. That's so kind of you. It's actually a large compliment. Um it's actually a bit of 50-50, I think. I must say, when I was dating men, I was always the one to say the thing. And I think to bring that's, it up. Yeah, I do think that is because they are they were scared of me. Because I... <laughs> <laughs> She's looking me in the eyes and I feel terrified right now. <laughs> I think they were scared of me because I don't really show that Emotion. I like someone. And, you know, men are often quite... Uh, how do you say this nicely? Um, fragile. That was the word I was looking for. Men are fragile. So anyway. what's the nicest way that you've someone's either told that they like you or asked to kind of be in a relationship with you? Um, I'm just asking for advice for the next time I, I inevitably do it. Oh, it's so hard. I'm so sorry. I've got a really bad memory. But with all I've the... been asked out so many fucking times. <laughs> I just can't remember. With all the boys, I've done it. Um, with my current girlfriend, she did it all. But I think that's because she's an emotional wreck. Um, we were on the bus to Greenwich oh. and she was like, so can I call you my girlfriend? Oh. And I said, I guess so. You're so but horrible. Then I, but then I, inside I was, my heart was melting. Yeah. But and I bet outside, you didn't say, I guess so. Well, to be, no, you oh no, actually did. I remember one time after we'd been dating for a little bit, we were lying in bed after having had sex and she was like, so just to just to clarify, I'm not having sex with anyone else right now. And apparently I said, um, 
oh no me neither because it'd be way too much admin and she was like (laughs) she was like why couldn't you why couldn't you just say that you liked me yeah why are you this way why are you the way that you are I don't know mate weird childhood um so I can't really answer your question I mean I don't have anyone to confess my undying like undying love to at the moment you shouldn't say you'll never do it yeah if you feel it say it Today we're joined by Katie Snooks, a 31-year-old YouTuber and blogger who broke up with her fiancé and cancelled their wedding five months before the date. She booked the venue, bought a dress and sent out Save the Dates, all while sharing these moments with her followers. Katie's here to share the realities of a public breakup with us today. Hi guys, thanks so much for coming. Thanks for having me, I'm so excited. I feel like we'll need to do the happy parts before we get to the sad parts. Okay then, yeah. So do you want to kind of briefly tell us how you met, um, how long were you together? Okay, oh god, this is bringing up so many memories. Oh, really. I'm sorry, we'll steamroll through this bit and then we'll yeah. get to the... The bit everyone wants to hear about. Um, so my ex and I met uh, at a gig. I wasn't even going to go out that evening. It was one of those things where... I That's what everyone always says. Yeah, it was like I wasn't going to go, but I did. And I'm so happy I went because I ended up meeting him and he was the guy I was going to spend the rest of my life with. Um, I think we were together about five years or just under so it was quite a while and we lived together for three years so it was like yeah serious but uh, I mean everyone's probably always says this but there were definite warning signs in the beginning that I should Mm. have listened to but didn't because I was in love and I wanted like yeah I was really happy at the same time yeah so when did you get engaged at that when in the journey so I think it was it was on his birthday and it was it was two and a half years after we first met okay I think so you were living together at the time I yeah guess. we'd been living together for a while um he wasn't originally from London so it was like a massive deal for him to kind of move down and um for us to yeah make this new life here for him did you know it was coming the engagement Engagement, yeah yeah Yeah. ominous I totally did I even chose the ring out like it was Uh looking back again I would be like I do not want it to be the same in any way at all so um we'd spoken about it loads and I knew when it was coming like I never had manicures but that weekend (laughs) I had a manicure (laughs) and um yeah I knew everything right to the date and the time and I was really I feel like in a, I, in a way I kind of pushed it a little bit as well which okay. which makes me feel a bit awful but obviously he didn't have to yeah um and when he did um propose did that feel good were there any signs did feelings then that you were like oh. no not at that point so you were still at what point did those feelings of oh god come? yeah <laughs> like oh that god voice. so after we broke up I went back I think I was looking for something in my note on the notes in my phone and I found one from a year before we broke up which was a like a list of bullet points of me being like these are the reasons I'm not happy in this relationship Ooh. and yeah and I'd completely forgotten about that I've got a very good like I'm very good at blocking things out and forgetting things I've got the worst memory when it comes to stuff like that um, and so finding that I was a bit like oh wow like this had been going on a lot longer than I had realised and that kind of gave me some comfort because I was like this isn't a rash decision this isn't um, like yeah this was a, an issue and at that point I kind of brought up those issues with him multiple times the year before we broke up um, and at first it was kind of like, oh, he was really upset. And then the next time it was like, 
he kind of just lost interest. And I was, I think that was definitely one of the reasons we ended up breaking up. What, because he like didn't really want to work on it necessarily? Yeah, for sure. And I've never really spoken about this online before, but um, the actual reason we broke up was because he wasn't willing to do one tiny thing for me, which kind of pushed me over the edge and made me realise, oh, you're not willing to do that then how are you going to spend the rest of your life with me? It was literally, I was like, can you send me a text to let me know you're safe? And he was like, I am not willing to do that. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay, then. This is it. Yeah, it was really bad. And how long was that? Was it quite a quick, like, (laughs) downfall sounds really bad, really dramatic. Think of a nice way to say it. I can't think of one. But was it quite quick from that, like, happiness of being engaged to this realisation? I guess so. It, it's really difficult because we got engaged and we were really happy and then we decided to move house and it was ever since uh, kind of we moved that things really went downhill and also on that time I'd just been put on a medication called Roaccutane mm. which and it was for my acne I had really really bad skin and it doesn't sound like it's linked but uh, Roaccutane is kind of medically proven have you guys heard about mm, it yeah yeah there's yeah. a lot of well they say side effects and i don't know if it's yeah. still the same but also it's a really intense thing yes, to go yes. through anyway i was on this medication for nine months and it completely controlled my life um and one of the side effects is supposed to be kind of depression um and i i really don't know whether that contributed to the fact that i kind of yeah the relationship ended or mm-hmm. um but yeah once we were once we'd moved and I was on that medication that was when things really started going downhill but did you just kind of carry on with because I guess getting yeah. caught up in the wedding planning you mm. just carry on with it yeah um so there was actually a point a couple of months before we broke up where we sat down and we were like shall we put this on hold and like let's give it a month to like really decide what we're going to do um and like yeah a month in we were like right this is good again let like let's keep going so we got the wedding invites um we decided like decided on a design and we got those printed and uh yeah it was very short-lived that kind of hope and excitement for like that everything might be okay yeah so you'd you'd obviously done the invites had you you'd booked the venue yeah we had booked pretty much everything we'd booked the venue the photographers videographers I had my dress uh the catering was being decided it was all all go and did all that stuff becoming confirmed did any of because I can imagine that would feel like such an immense pressure to be like I need to go through with this now did you feel like that yeah I guess so because it's a lot of money like the I think the first deposit just to secure the venue the date was like two grand and I remember at the time being like right okay yeah this is a lot of money and neither of us were earning a lot at the time so that was a like a big chunk um I was saying to Paisley earlier it just made me think when I I went to uni and I left uni I can't believe you're gonna tell this story (laughs) I went to uni for two days Um, but I you know I knew that I never wanted to go and I was saying it reminds me of when I went um to Ikea with my mum was getting my pots and pans and I remember just thinking oh god (laughs) but you can't it's like you're in too deep at what point do you say so who was the first person you broke to uh, that we were over yeah it was definitely my mom it was yeah my uh family I can't quite remember I actually was so upset I couldn't talk oh. um and the worst thing was this is probably the worst thing about it um his parents were visiting 
the day we broke up from up oh. north and he kind of I this might be bad to say but I felt he really emotionally ma- manipulated mm. me to be like do not tell them so he kind of he kind of broke down and was like oh, I've been really depressed like I'm really upset this is not me like but that was all a ploy for me to try and not tell his parents and I I I couldn't not I was heartbroken and I just remember walking down the road and him and his dad were behind us and me and his mum were walking and I absolutely love that lady like I'm I miss them more than I miss him and our relationship and I just started crying and she was like are you okay and I said no we're not like this is not working you told her yeah yeah that's so really unfair to ask you to have to do that yeah like she was making our wedding cake and she like Mm. obviously they came down and they were really excited about all that planning going on as well um because you have that guilt mixed in I imagine mm. with also your heartbreak as well it's just yeah it was awful so I told her I think she was amazing she she kept it very quiet but um I after that day playing kind of happy families I went back to my parents house and I had a long phone call with his mum that evening kind of explaining what had happened I don't think he knows that um and yeah, just spent the next three days crying at my parents' house. But d- despite going through all that heartbreak, were you always dead set that, like, yes, this is the right decision? And did it feel yeah. like a relief? Oh, n- probably not that time, but mm. um, I definitely knew that there was no going back from that. And yeah. I remember telling my brother-in-law, my sister's uh, current fiancé, um, we're broken up, and he kind of laughed and he was like, no, you're not. Like, no, you haven't. You'll get back together. And I was like, no, seriously, mm-hmm. that's it this is it did it feel a bit like a problem shared once you told your mum like at least once you told someone because I guess living with that also Mm. all by yourself is hard as well yeah yeah I I told my mum and then my closest group of friends and they were I think I'd gone for brunch with a couple of them a couple of days before we'd broken up and they kind of gave me a pep talk being like you're not happy this is not working you deserve so much better you shouldn't be treated being treated like this and so they were very much by my side throughout all of it as well so having their like support and let me know that it it was the right thing to do that was good the hardest thing was obviously um my job is very much online and I share everything with my followers and at that time it was December I was doing vlogmas which is like love vlogmas yeah vlogmas is amazing every day you vlog every single day in December which is like it's tough because you're you're filming yourself and then before you go to bed you're editing it and uploading it and the next day it repeats so it's like non-stop work and it was I think 11 days into vlogmas when this happened um I could obviously couldn't put on a brave face I think I took like five days off vlogging and was like oh bit down at the moment but kept it very much hidden still I I actually don't know how I did that do you think people started to because I know there's all those awful Mm. forums online where they gossip do you ever check them or not because do you think people started to because what conspiracy theory yeah and they always they seem to know it was like um Jeffrey Star broke up his boyfriend and they all knew like weeks before it it's it's scary how yeah much they seem to know that strangers I don't no, I I feel like they knew that there was something going on with my relationship, but I I'm not actually sure that anyone guessed it. But um, yeah, those websites are awful. Yeah. I'm oh, they're they're the worst. Had he um had he featured in your vlogs before then? Because obviously yes. you've been vlogging like your wedding, going to find your wedding dress and stuff, hadn't you? Yeah, and, yeah. I 
he was very much involved in my content right from when we first started dating. Mm -hmm. Like even a couple of months in, we did like some challenge videos together and he was in a band at the time and he loved it. And um, yes, that was really difficult because they knew who he was. Um, And since then, obviously, I've been very careful of future relationships and who I show and how much I show and Mm. I would never want that to repeat and I always said like I always promised to myself that that like that would never be a thing again yeah what what would because obviously you've got a new partner I feel like I've yeah I've spoiler alerted it um so like what have you learned from sharing your relationship before that now goes into how you put G online. Yeah. <laughs> G. yeah. Um, so G's my boyfriend. He's amazing. <laughs> he's the, the complete opposite to my okay. ex. And he, right from, and he's a little bit older than me as well. Um, and he's never really watched much YouTube apart from like basketball videos. Oh. And he's the sweetest. Basketball that videos. sounds like a nice positive area of YouTube. Niche. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Jordan obsessed. It's great. <laughs> Yeah, so we, I really went into that relationship with him being very open, very, like, communication is key if there's anything you feel bad about. And it was a learning curve with him of how much to share. And But at the end of the day, he really trusts my decision and he knows that I wouldn't do anything that he wouldn't be happy with. Did you feel um, at all embarrassed to tell him that you cancelled this wedding with your ex? I think I told him about the fact that I was engaged and had it called it off on the first date. So, yeah, straight away. Yeah, I didn't want there to be any kind of um, any surprises. Also, because my life is so much online, I had a real complex when I was dating about if guys had Googled me and f- watched some of my content. Yeah, yeah. I, I really wanted them to find the, out the real me before um, the date. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I wanted them to find out me from me, not my <laughs> <Yeah>. career. <laughs> Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. So you you met him on Hinge, right? I did. Cute. Yeah. So did you um do you have like vlogger, YouTuber as your 
profession no oh, so I, they can't yeah, find you okay I kept it super secret okay and if they good. asked me what I did I'd be like oh I work in PR or <laughs> this and that or, entertainment yeah or I'd say oh I don't like don't, let's just save that for the date like let's talk oh, about that yeah. on the date and then I had a few from that I had a few guys being like what are you a porn star I was like fuck <laughs> like I wish yeah. um so how soon after cancelling the wedding did you then start getting back into dating mm. like did it take a little while to kind of believe in relationships again after that yeah um so I also had that really awkward thing where I had to live with my ex after we broke up because Paisley's been I've done that and it was traumatizing it's awful isn't it you Mm -hmm. don't realize how bad it is because the home is your one safe place but it isn't if this person is in it and you can't fully relax and I'd cry myself to sleep every night knowing that he was upstairs like I don't know doing whatever um we me and him once we broke up we decided to start talking about dating openly and I really regret that because I think that me trying to I was basically trying to be that cool ex-girlfriend who didn't care about like what he was up to I really wanted to portray this really strong independent woman when inside I was crumbling whenever we spoke about it Um, and I remember there was a time where he was like I'm going on a date tonight and I said to him if you don't come back this evening I know that you're shagging some girl and Mm. that will break my heart even though you can do what you want please don't that's so weird isn't it telling your ex not to not just when you live respect, together though having that kind of respect to each other's yeah, feelings and did he come home that night he did yeah okay we can give him one point for that yeah <laughs> um can yeah. i ask how much um money you lost cancelling the wedding it was around ten thousand pounds which I yeah never got back. I did email some well emailed all of the vendors obviously to cancel afterwards and um added a little paragraph on about how obviously now I'm a bit financially struggling because need yeah. like one of us mm-hmm. needs to move and is there any chance we could get the money back? Um didn't get a penny back charlatans yeah apart from the <laughs> wedding venue who was like oh well if you like want to if you want to get married in the future we can put that deposit back like towards that and I was like in I'm never yeah, getting married the there again like, it's cursed it's tainted <laughs> yeah um, so didn't get any money back and did you have to um did you have to tell all your guests as, like after you mm. sent out save the dates you then mm. have to send out cancel the date. <laughs> such like an, an official breakup isn't it I don't mean to it? laugh that's yeah. me mean no 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 um, no I'd, I'd want to know if it was the other way around so what, what was even worse for me was that a couple of weeks after me and my ex broke up my cousin who like with exactly the same age birthdays a couple of days apart she was getting married that weekend oh. and it was really like my mum particularly really struggled because for her it was like this would have been you and now it isn't and um I had my aunt and cousin there being like we're so excited for your hen party like um really like we've got the date like we've got the days off and I kind of had to look at them and just kind of shake my head and really try (laughs) to think you're like yeah yeah it was literally like that um I had to put on a really brave face and not kind of crumble at being at this wedding which was beautiful and knowing that that wasn't going to be me. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember... I don't remember, like, officially telling everyone. Um, I guess people just find out. Yeah. Your friends yeah. are going to find out. Yeah. You tell the most gossipy one of your friends and then leave them <laughs> yeah. to naturally <laughs> spread it. My mum calls yeah. it jungle drums and they just <laughs> really? go around. Yeah. I like that. I read on your blog that, because you've now 
you've kind of written an advice piece for people mm. who might want to cancel their wedding, which I think is awesome because it's nothing to be ashamed of yeah. and actually, it's actually a bloody helpful. good thing. Yeah. yeah. And one thing that I didn't even consider that you'd written about was like what you do on the day when yes. your wedding should have been. Yeah. I don't know Ooh, if I mentioned this to you. No. So can what you tell you us what you did? Yeah. So um, I'm actually so glad that this all happened because I got the best 2nd of June, which was my <laughs> wedding day. Um my par- like my amazing parents um decided to take me on a family holiday to Transylvania. Oh so my god, I really want to go was, to Transylvania. It was insane. Oh, I highly recommend Romania. It was <laughs> the best holiday. So like we did we literally did a Dracula tour. We went around in a van <laughs> um this guy showing us like where Vlad the Impaler grew up and where he's buried and like where um Dracula was set and that was amazing I on the day I was obviously a bit touchy-feely and sensitive and bit my family's head off a little bit but I think like they they were fine with that um I would actually say it was a lot harder for my sister's fiance to kind of see how quickly my ex was kind of shunned from the family Mm. I kind it I think for him, we've—I know I've spoken about it with him—but I feel like it must have been really difficult for him as well at that point to see kind of the family, how quick someone could be, yeah, kicked out. It's like when someone leaves work and you're like, "We we'll really miss you," and then forgotten about, yeah, yeah. <laughs> within a day. Yeah, <laughs> sorry to any ex-Cosmo people, <laughs> we do miss you. Um, um, but yeah, I would highly recommend getting something yeah. booked in on the day to take your mind off it. Um, even now, I every year on the second of June. Um, I celebrate with my friends. So the I think so the year nice. after, yeah, we held an, um, a not married party anniversary oh. and my mate made me a um, just married balloon but crossed out the just and put not in duct tape. <laughs> and yeah, we just make a really big, like, th- yeah. fun thing of it. I love that. What did you do with your dress as well? Did you do, you oh. know those people do the um, wreck the dress? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't do that. I'm too much of a, like, a hoarder. And, <laughs> yeah, that's quite wasteful, to be fair. Yeah, for sure. So I still got the dress. It's currently in, like, a suitcase in my, like, a room in the freezing cold, probably getting very mouldy. Um, but, yeah, it felt really weird as well because I live with my current partner now and kind of bringing that into this house with him was a really weird thing for me yeah. and it's like when you use a dildo that you've used with, an <laughs> with your new partner and you're like should I get a new one or I'm, is it okay can I just say that I was going to say like your box of photo memories and you're like <laughs> yeah that, that's what dildos. a normal person would say <laughs> what's Dave saying that's so good. I'm shocked <laughs> I'm surprised you're shocked. <laughs> you spend enough time around us not to be shocked. It just came from out of the blue. That <laughs> yeah, I guess it feels a bit like you're a ghost from your past. Yeah. Also, I haven't even spoken about this with my current partner, but I had a massive memory box. I think a brand sent me like a, when we got engaged, it was like a massive box and it said our initials and it said wedding box. Um, and I'd kind of taken that from house to house and it had loads of memories with him in and it had my engagement ring up, which I still have in it. And it had copies of us like invites and um the night before I moved in with my current partner me and my housemates literally got a hammer <laughs> I've, got, I've got the best video of her smashing this box up in the back garden um which was incredible it felt amazing and um even though I was I'm like way over that relationship now it was just like a really big significant thing yeah, to do it's a huge part of your life that you can't yeah 
erase yeah. Yeah. can destroy but it's also a celebration it's like it was like a new starting a new chapter and saying goodbye to that um, but I, yeah I still have the dress I'm not entirely sure what I want to do with it I definitely do not want to get married in it I think it feels very much tainted still um, I, I kind keep saying I'd quite like to do kind of a photo shoot in it and then sell it on for someone else to yeah love and wear but I haven't got around to doing that yet potential Halloween costume <laughs> yes corpse bride yeah yeah because <laughs> um, for your next chapter I do feel like um as someone that's watched you so because <laughs> yeah, no, that does because before I feel like you were very much beauty yes and now you do mm. like talk about sex mm. did this kind of but do you think you would have moved on no and found that confidence mm. if you'd stayed yeah. in that relationship it, it changed my entire life ending that relationship and also getting into it in the first place um i'm a completely different person now and when we broke up i started making videos about dating so kind of my dating journey and there are so many like who doesn't love hearing a really bad date story so that became a Not new us. yeah <laughs> that became a really like new strand to, to my content which did really well and from that yeah i evolved into kind of sex blogging and talking about all the taboo stuff because I always struggled with kind of finding my niche online because there are so many amazing people doing beauty who do it so much better. I didn't know where I fit with it. And yeah, I think the end of this relationship really kind of spurred me on to talk about things that I was really passionate about. And um, yeah, my content has to evolve with me as I age. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I'm really happy with how it's going now. Has, has this changed the way you feel about marriage as a concept? It mm. hasn't put you off. No. That's good. Because maybe if I had got married to him, it would have done. Um, but I'm just so excited that I potentially have that to come and that mm-hmm. this time I know that it will be the right one and it will be for the right reasons. I'm, yeah. It yeah. makes me even more excited, I think, yeah. that I still get to experience that. Your eyes are like that. all twinkling. Yeah, they are. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> if anything, like you can fully trust yourself because you've made the right decision when it would have been really hard to do it and it must have taken a lot of courage and I don't know yeah and also I know what I want from my partner now like I learned so much from that relationship about what I definitely didn't want what I did want going forward and I really held out until I met someone who fit all of my um yeah values and um checkpoints so yeah, yeah, very happy. In regards to um, the social media aspects, and you were saying how you've changed now, and there's things you wouldn't share. Does it make you think that social media is more fake now? Because I want to give an example, mm. and I won't name the person, it's a bit different, but they were saying they knew someone that had a baby and they're mm. a YouTuber, and they'd always said that they wouldn't post mm. their child online. Yeah. But then they did a post and that, it like blew up. It got so many more likes, and like yeah. you were saying, it's very saturated. And then she said she can tell that now she does put the baby more, not often, but sometimes it is because that's what people want. Yeah. So is it hard? Do you think, in that sense, with relationships, that people that perhaps aren't in happy relationships portray they are? Oh yeah. To and get I, likes. I was guilty of that. Like I made out like I had the perfect relationship, and I hate myself for that now because. Kind of ever since um, this relationship ended, I promised myself that I would never want anyone to come to my social media and feel shit about themselves or their lives. I That is not my intention. And 
even with a lot of my mates who are doing the same job as me, I feel shit about myself when I look at in- like mm-hmm. Instagram. Um, so I like to talk now about the highs and the lows. I think that's super important. Um, and yeah, it's it's about balance, isn't it? I like yeah. I I completely get what you're saying but also like don't whether we're whether we're influencers or not don't we all do that to some yeah. degree in that we tell our friends select stories about yeah. our relationships yeah. like I'm always very honest with my friends and they think I'm a nightmare but I think some people are just like yeah everything's fine and it's yeah. kind of just a expansion of that in a way yeah and maybe you would have inspired more people to if not do it like public and then but to talk to someone or like their friends yes. if they weren't yeah. happy yeah. you would not believe the amount of girls I have still now coming to me saying I just got out of a toxic relationship and your content has really really helped so yeah that that feels amazing I yeah if any you guys are listening and you're not in a happy relationship you like there will be stuff better coming and you will end up being a much stronger person so yeah trust in yourself listen to your gut instinct I think that's one of the biggest tips I can give that's great and what's oh, the last thing? No, just to, just to end. Sorry, Dave. Um, <laughs> and what have you got like exciting coming up? Like, what are you most looking forward to like this year? I I'm working on something secret which I can't talk about. Which oh, is I really hate, it. I hate it when um, people do that. <laughs> um, yeah, there's going to be a lot more sex content. I'd like to do some like longer term brand partnerships with like really female empowering, positive. Um, yeah. Stuff. She wants free sex toys, is what she's saying. Oh, I've, <laughs> I've I do not need any more free sex. I, I'm literally overflowing with sex toys at the moment, which is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> it seems need, like Paisley might need some new ones. Yeah, I've, I've literally <laughs> been gifting sex toys to everyone recently, and it's amazing. You're doing God's work. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> giving the gift of orgasms. It's great. Um, well, what a lovely way yeah. to end. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thank you. Time for my favourite question, question of the week today, Paisley. Mm. What does pansexual mean and what is the difference between uh, being pansexual and being bisexual? I'm glad you asked this. It's a very, very Googled question. (laughs) Very much Googled question. Um, Lots of celebrities have been coming out or speaking out about being pansexual recently, like Bella Thorne and Miley Cyrus, Janelle Monae. So it is like a term people will probably hear and start to hear more. Um, so bisexuals, first of all, let's get them straight. Well, yeah. let's not get them straight. That's out of order. Bisexuals are attracted to people of more than one gender. We got it? Yeah, that's pretty easy for me. It, people used to think it would mean men and women, but it could mean I'm attracted to cis women and non-binary people, or you know, it doesn't just mean men and women. Whereas pansexuals are attracted to people of all genders. So gender almost isn't relevant in their attraction. They have the ability to be sexually attracted to anyone, regardless of gender. Okay, I get, I get it. Do you get it? They're kind of, but there's a, a similarity to them, right? Yeah, because both of them really, in a way, don't see gender. Well, bisexuals might do. You they might have more, still have more of a preference. You might have a preference, or you might say, like for example, I've been thinking recently. I don't know if I'd date a cisgender straight man again, but I would still maybe refer to myself as bisexual because I'm attracted to non-binary people or trans women or cis women. But to say I would be pansexual wouldn't be right for me because I don't know if I could see a cisgender man and be like, oh, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, and then pansexual is, it's a personality. You fall in love with someone's personality. Yeah, and the connection, and it's it's almost irrelevant. So someone might not know they're pansexual. Yeah. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Got it? Got it. Great. 
Well, that is great, and I would love to discuss this more with you, Pacey, but we've come to the end of the episode. Oh, go us. Um, thank you for listening to Cosmopolitans All The Way With, and thank you to Katie for joining us and being so honest. If you have any sex questions or dating dilemmas, um, don't forget you can message us on Twitter or Instagram at Cosmopolitan UK. Cosmopolitans All The Way With was recorded at Number 8 Studios and is available to download on all your usual podcast apps. And you can leave us a review. But even if you don't, we'll still be here next week. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 